0: Hmm. churgana <coughs> okay so welcome to where adda meets rati uh, jahan pe hum hindi tamil english aur bangla mein i am amrish and uh, mere sath prasanna hai prasanna say hi varnakam uh, so as promised before this episode is going to be about mahabharat now when we say mahabharat let me put forward this disclaimer Neither of us claims to be an expert on uh, this epic. Of course, it's a it's a very vast topic. There are experts, there are historians who do their thing. We are not that. We are very passionate about the material, the story. And uh, we fall back on a lot of memory of reading these stories um, from various sources, whether comic books and serials and all of that. A large part of this discussion will hover around the serial, of course, the B.R. Chopra serial. But this is just to say that we are not experts and we might be inaccurate about a lot of these details. This is just an informal discussion around the story that is Mahabharata. So um, over to Prasanna
1: to talk about the character that we want to start this uh, show about. You know, if you ask some 10 people about Mahabharata and you know what character uh, appeals to them, I am of the opinion that at least seven out of ten people would say Karan was the character that you know that they found super fascinating because there's so many shades to Karan. Uh, you know, growing up, I grew up on a lot of TV debates in Tamil uh, about was Karan a hero or a villain, uh, and some of the most popular TV debate judges used to come and you know uh, have a bunch of people talk about uh, you know for or against that topic, and you know like it was just phenomenal. Um, the amount of curiosity that, and the excitement that Karn brings to the uh, conversation.
0: Yeah, even in the Bengali scheme of things, uh, Karnav was uh, basically so we have this term called Data Karno which basically refers to anybody who is naive or anybody who kind of gives it all away. So that refers to uh, Karn, the character of Karn in Mahabharata who is known to be very generous Uh, which is why uh, Kunti comes to him uh, seeking uh, the life of his son. When she realized that uh, he is going to defeat Arjuna, she came to
1: him. um, Wasn't there this part where uh, Indra also came, disguised as a beggar? Yes. So In
0: in Mahabharata, Indra happens to be the spiritual father of Arjuna. There is a long story behind it, but Uh, So Indra when he realized that uh, Karna might actually be a touch better than Arjuna and might actually kill him in the battlefield, he comes to him disguised as a beggar and Karna because he turned away no one actually entertained him and uh, Indra kind of asked from him his Kavach and Kundal which were basically his uh, protection uh, His armor and his earrings, which is very special and supposed to protect him. And he was born Uh, with those, right? Yes, he was born with those and they was part of his body. He actually tore them off his body and it was all full of blood, etc.
1: And he gave it to Indra without Mm. a word. He Mm. completely gave in. Yeah, I I remember this uh, scene out of this Tamil movie called Karnan, where... uh, Uh, Shivaji Ganesan played uh, Karnan. And he in this scene where you know he knows that it's Indra that has come because he almost hears a uh, a voice from nowhere. Uh Kavul Like Akashvani. Akashwani types. Karna actually knows that it's not any other beggar, but it's actually Indra because he has heard an Akashwani. Uh, that tells him saying, "Do not trust this beggar. He's not actually beggar. He's actually Indra that has come to ask for your Kavachan Kundal to safeguard Arjun." Despite that, he goes and gives away those things because he yeah. is who he is, uh, and yeah. Indra is like mighty pleased with his generosity, and he's like, "I will cure the wound that you suffered because you, you know, almost uh, pulled out these things, like you know, like you know, cut out." Uh, These things out of your body, so he immediately gets Mm. you know the wounds are you know healed suddenly. Um, Mm. But uh, what happens right after that is interesting in that movie because uh, this guy goes and meets uh, Duryodhan and uh, uh, Shakuni, and they are like furious. Saying, "I can't." And uh,
0: actually, in the uh, there's also another story where when he gives it to Indra, Indra is so happy that he gives him a weapon which can only be used once. To kill his strongest enemy, but he wanted to use it for Arjun, but eventually has to use it for Ghatotk- killing
1: Gatot Kach. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyhow, continue. Yeah. Gatud Kach, remember that episode where he does mass destruction. Yeah. Um you yeah. know like huge. Um yeah. Uh Uh, You know like um, in this scene what happens is Shakuni is furious saying How could you have given away this thing you know Kavachan Kundal Which is going to help you uh, win over Arjun And by having given away these things you have put us in the back foot Because uh, uh, we are not sure you can win over Arjun anymore So to compensate for what you did you need to do something for me You need to go and learn the uh, art of using Brahmastra from Parashuram um, and that will help you kill Arjuna in the, in the battlefield, Kurukshetra. Oh. Uh, but uh, you know, Karna immediately realizes, but Parashram will only teach uh, a person who's not a Kshatriya, because he hates a Kshatriya from the bottom of his heart. Uh, so he needs to establish that I'm not a Kshatriya. I'm like, I don't know how you do it. Cook cook, beg, borrow, steal, go get it done. So he goes and uh, learns the uh, art of using Brahmastra, but eventually... One odd day, when uh, um, when Parasram is sleeping on Karna's lap, he's just resting, and then an insect comes and bites his thigh, Karna's thigh, and he doesn't want to shake or shiver because then his his guru's sleep will be disturbed. So he just endures that. And Parasram, when he gets up, he realizes that only a uh, a Shatrya can endure that amount of pain. So he curses him for having lied to him that he's not a kshatriya and he says this all these things that i taught you will not come in handy when you need it the most
0: uh yeah so we had kind of uh, heard or read a different version of this story so right before the show came along we had read a version of the story in amachitra katha and then eventually was this in the show as well so the version that we know is uh karna was supposed to be the son of a of a charioteer. Mm-hmm so um, and hence he is called suta putra so he's from belongs to the relatively i mean whatever was perceived as the lower caste at that point of time and uh, uh, which is why he had this encouragement to go to parshuram he hated kshatriyas and he wanted to kill all kshatriyas in the universe and which is why he uh, taught all the non kshatriyas so which is why Khan went to him and learned all the ways of uh, warfare and all of that. But eventually, because of the story that you just explained, uh, Parshuram realized that he, uh, you know, might actually be a Kshatriya, which is why he threw him out. Uh, but uh, the version that we heard was basically during his student life and when he was learning and all of that. So, hmm. um, interesting, it's interesting. So many different versions of Karn. Karn actually probably is the first uh negative hero character in Indian mind space. I mean, Shahrukh Khan has uh, given us Dar Bazigar, all of that. I think Karna was, <laughs> Karn was the original um uh negative hero. What I mean is, somebody. Uh, who is essentially a gray negative character with a lot of redeeming qualities. So uh, I think Khan was the original uh, negative hero like that. Look at all the literature, all the uh, uh, you know um, stuff that has been around him. So there's at least two very popular Marathi novels uh, on the life of uh, Khan. One is Radhe, which is of course an allusion to his mother. His mother's name was Radha. Which is why he was called Radhe. The other is a very uh, popular Marathi novel called Mrtyunjay, mm. which is also translated in Hindi and it's very popular. So similarly in Bengali also there are a lot of um, you know stuff on Khan. Mm.
1: So um, you know that I think that poor guy has been refused by so many teachers. Right, one Parashuram taught him and eventually said. You know this is of no Dron. use. And drone also refused to teach him, right? Yeah. You know he is, yeah. uh, and you know drone has a history. Like he has refused to yeah. teach. Uh, ekalavya also. Ekalavya. he uh, didn't. Uh, he refused to teach him, and he yeah. and and drone kind of uh, ekalavya kind of started the first uh, distance education. Like uh, and then yeah. even that he didn't like. He asked for his thumb as the guru dakshina. Therefore, he can't practice archery anymore. And I can't believe. With this kind of a record, we are giving away awards in the name of Dronacharya, saying Dronacharya Awards for best in you know coaching excellence. Like sports, if there is a good coach, then we give Dronacharya the Seriously, in fact, I once put a Facebook post saying, "How are we tolerating this kind of uh, behavior of giving away awards in the name of someone that looked at the pupil's caste and community and then uh, and then decided to teach them or not teach them?" And then lot of, I got a lot of hate as well saying, how can you say that about Dronacharya? You are such a, a weird person and all that. So,
0: Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people will turn around and say, you don't know Mahabharata. You don't understand the symbolism in this. You don't understand the depth of this, so on and so forth. But uh, I would kind of agree with you. Whatever little of Mahabharata that we know, Dronacharya kind of comes across as this person who looked down upon uh, people from lower caste, you know, with a clear example of Iklavya.
1: and then eventually Karn. So, uh, in this scene where the scene he says Karn cannot participate in this archery competition because he is not a Kshatriya and, you know, he's not supposed to do warfare or something. He himself is not a Kshatriya. Dronacharya is a Brahmin and he eventually gets onto the Kurukshetra and fights, right? How could he yeah. fight a battle? If he is not a Kshatriya. So, I am sure there are experts who can talk about this.
0: But then, uh, Dronacharya, A, you are right on that count. B, uh, this, I mean, he also had some, uh, you know, sort of positive redeeming qualities. He was thrown out by his friend. There was this whole story about his friend, Dhrupad, who has thrown him away. And, uh, you know, after he became king. And he had, as friends, promised him. Uh, that whenever he would become successful, he'd share his success with him. But when he became successful, he threw him away. And dronacharya used that to you know, become successful and show to his friend that he could also turn over a new leaf. All of those things are there. Mm-hmm. But um, having said that, another important, uh, a very interesting aspect of Dronacharya is actually his death, how he died. Mm-hmm. So his son, of course, was Ashwatthama. So, when after uh, Bhishma fell and uh, Dronacharya became absolutely, you know, there was no way to defeat him. Krishna told Bhim to kill this elephant called Ashwatthama, which had the same name of Drona's son.
1: Trust and, uh, Krishna to come up with some yukti or Jugard in all these situations. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So, so Krishna told him on the
0: one hand to kill Ashwatthama the elephant and he told uh, Yudhishthir uh, he was sure dronacharya would eventually want to verify and Yudhishthir is the one who never lies so he told Yudhishthir so he asked him to basically uh, say a half truth that Ashwatthama is, uh, is actually dead but he might be an elephant or a man I am not sure. Hmm. So, uh, when Bhim killed this elephant and he went around uh, in the battlefield uh, screaming that Ashwatthama is dead, Ashwatthama is dead. Um, Dronacharya didn't believe him and he turned to Yudhishthir, of course, because he never lied and Yudhishthir was like, so the shlok that that does the rounds on the internet is Ashwatthama hata iti narova kunjarova. Which literally means, again, according to the internet, Ashwatthama is dead. I'm not sure whether it was a human or an elephant. Or the other version is Ashwatthama is dead. It may be a human or an elephant. So mm-hmm. what Krishna meant by Atsatya was that Yudhishthira said the first half, mm-hmm. which is Ashwatthama hatha loudly and the rest of the sentence in a low voice. And uh, Dronacharya couldn't hear the rest of it, he only heard the first part, which basically said Ashwathama is dead. He basically lays down all his weapons and he's obviously devastated. He sits down, uh, starts meditating, and that is when he is killed. You know,
1: so, um, Ashwathama is yeah. considered as one of the immortals, you know, in this world, like yes. you know, Chiranjeev. Chiranjeev. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's sad his father didn't really know, like, he should have called out the <laughs> bluff saying, Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but I've read in some some somewhere that Ashwatthama was last spotted in Nashik and he was begging for oil from people saying, please, <laughs> tell them. I, I don't know the, the story behind why he was begging for oil, but that's what I've heard. So basically, the
0: legend goes that Ashwatthama was not born Chiranjeevi or anything. I mean, this is The story that I know I might be wrong is that Ashwatthama was a very powerful warrior so when he realized that his father has been killed using a decoy he obviously wanted revenge and he went uh, to the Pandava camp in the dead of the night and uh, the Pandavas were not there and he ended up killing all the infant children of the Pandavas Mm. in their absence which is a very uh, one of the most Cruel uh, incidents in all of Mahabharat. So he ended up all ended up killing all the children. And when the Pandavas were back, they obviously held him responsible. And there was a battle of a tussle between him and Arjuna. They were almost on the verge of uh, destroying the world as we know it. And then Krishna stopped them. And Krishna kind of cursed Ashwatthama to an eternal life, eternal damnation. And there was this money mm. in his in his forehead, which was like part of his life force. So, that was stripped from him. Uh, the Pandavas took that away from him. And that left a gaping hole, a sort of a wound that kind of never healed. So, um, Ashwathama is uh, known to be roaming about uh, various parts of India because he is He can't die, but at the same time, he has this pain that will never go away. And there's, there's this wound for this wound to heal he asked for stuff like ghee, uh, oil and things like that mm. to apply his balm on his wound so that's that's how th- Interesting. Mm. nashik thing might have uh, come along
1: Interesting. Mm. Uh,
0: the other aspect is Pradeep Rawat, uh, the who played the title role in Gajri, uh, the villain played the role of Ashwatthama who became villain, uh, famous as a villain in many South Indian movies Including Gajani's original, where uh,
1: Surya played the beat. Oh, I remember the climax of the Tamil Gajani was just obnoxious. Like there is two versions of uh, the, this guy. Like Rawat played a double role. And it was unbearable, the climax was so, like, they just keep hitting each other. And this, uh, this uh, Surya is there in this, nobody knows what's happening. I'm glad they changed the climax in the Hindi version. So after Karna
0: and Ashwatthama, of course, another character that is very fascinating is, of course, Abhimanyu and uh, his whole episode about uh, breaking into Chakravyu and unable to break out of it. So as the legend goes, Arjun, Abhimanyu's father, was telling this story to his mother how to break into Chakravya and how to break out of it, which only Arjun knew. And uh, she could only hear the first part of the story and then she fell asleep. And uh, Abhimanyu in her womb was listening to the story, but he could only hear half of it. So eventually, when there was an opportunity to break into the Chakravya, and Arjun was nowhere to be found because he was somewhere else fighting a different battle, Abhimanyu was requested uh, to help uh, the Pandavas, and he agreed to break into the chakra and he was promised. Everybody promised him that they would support him, They'll give him cover uh, hmm. to, yeah, uh, to cover while while breaking out. But eventually, he was killed, and uh, you know. Yeah, I remember uh, that. I
1: remember that episode. I felt really bad. Uh, I mean, they were yeah. showing all these Star Wars from uh, the other side. Just you know stabbing him hitting him yeah Yeah. that's that's very cruel
0: and the actor actor who played Abhimanyu was Mayur uh, that kind of became his claim to fame later the role of Abhimanyu but before that he had actually played young Amitabh in many films like Mukaddar Ka Sikandar but apparently he did a very good job in this role and it's it's incidentally one of the most uh, well remembered and one of the most popular episodes of Mahabharat back when it came out
1: you know while uh, you know talking about Abhimanyu and you know all those people that killed him, uh, I think one person that was always able to portray that color, that kind of uh, anger and vengeance and all that in the serial, I think was Duryodhan because he hmm. he looked his part. You know, when you look at him, yeah, you can absolutely say that he looked his part, and he, you know, like when you imagine somebody who's like you know who's like that kind of a character. Uh, you immediately know that, you know, like Mr. says, is really good actor because he is able to bring all those emotions, uh, you know, onto this.
0: Sorry to interrupt this program with an important message. Look So we kept talking about Mahabharata and its various characters for a really long time and since we do not want to test your patience, we have split this episode into two parts. This concludes part one. Please do come back next week for the concluding part of our discussion on Mahabharat, India's great epic. Thank
1: you and thanks for listening.